Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And here we are on a Monday night or Tuesday morning. Chances are you'll probably listen to this because I don't know why, but every time when I record a podcast, there are some people that get it right away from Spotify. And it takes me a while to like re-upload it and share it to everybody else. So I'm trying to fix that little problem. But whenever you listen to this is basically what we get, you know, and now that I rethink about it, it's actually good that I do share it Tuesday morning to Tuesday afternoon. That's when the majority of the people are awake. If you want a distraction, if you're working out, if you're at the gym, if you hate your job and you want to listen to something fun, entertaining, exciting, or whichever the case, just go to Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast right now on Spotify or Stitcher and you'll be all Gucci. I really want to say Tamaguchi, but it's not that. <laughs> Oh, man, I cracked myself up. This episode of the podcast is going to be a free-for-all. And what do I mean by free-for-all? Well, you know, I'm going to talk about kind of a couple of stuff what's been going on in the news, some things that I've been liking in terms of some shows that I've been finishing up, you know, anything that comes to my head. And that's pretty much how it's going to be today. It's going to be no particular style, no particular format, not really spending so much time on a particular topic, Just a free-for-all in a particular way because that's how this night is going to be. And that's how I'm feeling. And that's how it's going to be done. All that plus our super villain quote of the day now that we're on episode 42 and some announcements to make. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get some shout-outs out of the way, shall we? And dare I say, I think the main shout-out goes to one of the best reporters I've ever seen in MMA himself... Ariel Helwani, the nose. You know, because he has that, you know, big-ass Jewish nose. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But the reason why I'm giving him a shout-out is because he's been getting so much fucking hate from the MMA fan base, saying that he's compromised, that he sold out, that he's not how he used to be, that he's full of shit, just because he's giving his opinions on certain fighters that either should or should not get a title shot. Now we're at a time and now we're at an age where this world is nothing but full of sensitive bitches. And I want to reach out to Errol Hawani because, hey, I'm a fan of his. I look up to his work. I follow him in terms of what he does. He's very likable, fun personality. He's the guy's guy. He's a guy's guy. I would be honored to work with him. And if there's anything that he's doing wrong, yeah, I'll call him out on it. Chance sorry he won't actually respond to me on Twitter or whichever the case may be. But, hey, one can dream, right? So, if you want to find out more about his content, if you're an MMA fan and you want to find out more about his content and you can judge for yourself whether he's full of shit or not, go to DC and Helwani on YouTube on ESPN, of course. And he also has another show with the bad guy himself, Chael Sonnen. That's right, the American gangster, the bad guy for Bad Guy Inc. Incorporated. 
You can check their stuff at Ariel and the Bad Guy all on YouTube. If you have ESPN and ESPN Plus, you can check that out as well. But like I said, this shout out is to one of my favorite reporters of all time, probably the GOAT of MMA reporting. That's right, I'm going to go there. Ariel Helwani. H E L W A N I. Ariel, like in the Little Mermaid. You guys know the drill. <laughs> but that's enough for the shout outs today, man. We're here to talk about comic books. Let's dive into our free for all episode. And that starts right in a bit. You know, I guess I wanted to start this free-for-all one off with something controversial. Maybe a little bit controversial, but something that's been capturing some attentions to, you know, certain people. And that is, if I would have to start this off, Brie Larson, that's right, the woman that played Captain Marvel, starting her own YouTube channel. And apparently, I think this has been a month so far. And she already has over 100,000 subscribers. I'm a follower of the Critical Drinker. Shout out to him, by the way. Funny as hell. In-depth analysis in a lot of movies that he watch and shows what he recommends and so on and so forth. Great, great guy. And he talked about Brie Larson in a particular way like, you know, I wouldn't say degrading, but in a way she shouldn't be there. In other words, let's face it. Ever since this virus started, there's been so many celebrities now that's been going on YouTube and that has been doing things because they crave that attention. And looking at it from another perspective, I can see that they have good intentions, but for some odd reason, it's just not coming off the way as it's supposed to be. Gal Gadot, or the one that played Wonder Woman, she, along with many other celebrities, decided to sing Imagine. You remember that shit a couple of months ago where, you know, you have to imagine and that song. I don't even know the fucking lyrics in my head, honestly, because it's been a long time since I've heard that song. And it was one after another. And I thought to myself, all right, where exactly are we coming from here? And fast forward to a few weeks ago when that terrible thing happened to George Floyd. And soon after... New different celebrities came out, and they take ownership and saying, I take responsibility. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck are you guys doing? Responsibility for what? What exactly did you guys do to make this situation any worse than it is right now? Please explain that to me. And now we got certain actors that needs attention so much that they're going to create their own YouTube channel where you have Brie Larson, I, I will say this. I did not watch all of her videos. I didn't even watch the full length of her videos because let's face it, my attention span goes right out the window ever since what happened with Captain Marvel. But then I see her for like a couple of minutes, I instantly switch it off. There's no fun background. She, to me, didn't really say anything, you know, interesting that captured my attention. Then again, I can argue that I kind of do the same thing myself. But the difference between her and myself is she's very well known while I'm trying to build myself up 
to a figure that is acceptable for everybody, or at least as many people as I can. Then again, it's a very unfair comparison because she's way leagues above me. But I'm a fan. Whether it's good or bad, I'm a fan, and I can voice my opinion however way I want. So the Critical Drinker comes out, and he says that YouTube should be made for people that has the potential to not only build themselves up from the ground and create whatever content they want, and with hard work and determination, they're able to make it into something new, make it into something creatable, likable, things like that. Of course, I'm paraphrasing from him. You you can go on YouTube right now, look over The Critical Drinker, and I guess it's a little unfair for me to single Brie Larson out, but like I said, like... I'm just having recency bias from the whole Captain Marvel fiasco shit that happened. Anyway, I guess my main point is this, because I don't want to give it too much time. If Brie Larson wants to go on YouTube and talk about whatever she wants and wants to, in a particular way, gain whatever fans or make her feel special or powerful or whatever the fuck she's doing, she has over 100,000 subscribers for a reason. And no matter how much a person like me or someone else that could be sick and tired of actors, entitled people that believe that they're entitled to gain all of this fame and all of this attention out of fucking nowhere, let's just look at the positive sides to this. And I know you're thinking, oh, what could be the positive side of this? Well, for one thing, there are people that look up to her. They're inspired by her. They're inspired by what she did in the movies. They're inspired by the work that she's done. They're inspired by the characters that she play. So I may not be a huge fan of Brie Larson, but some people are. And who the hell am I to judge? Or who the hell am I to say? I know I just sounded very contradicting from literally the beginning all the way till now, but it, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. But anyway, let me continue on with this free-for-all thing. So... Last episode, I said that the new Gotham show, when I was making my opinion from that, I was basing it off of what would happen after the Batman would come into the scene. But now it's been confirmed that this is going to take place way before Batman even go onto the scene, way before the villains, way before anything like that. It's basically a setting where Gotham, in terms of how it became corrupt to begin with, that that is how Gotham in the original TV show for Fox a few years ago, that's how it should have been, and that's how it's supposed to be now. I guess I'm more excited now than ever to actually watch the show. Do I think it's going to be a home run? I can't really say anything, it's up to our discretion. But if HBO Max have greenlit this, then chances are it's going to be good, hopefully. It's going to be interesting, and... I really do hope it's going to be a film noir type of thing, a black film type of way. Oh my god! I, I could just hear the trolls right now. Oh my god, he says black, racist! Why does a, a, a noir film have to be black, racist, racist? Oh my god. That's the world we're living in now, people. The sensitive motherfucker that is not educated whatsoever. Film noir, black films are basically films from back in the day where... They're black and white most of the time, and they're filled with crime, drama, mystery, all of that combined. 
probably one of the best movies ever. If you look at Turner Classic Movies right now on HBO Max and you look up Black Noir or Film Noir or whichever the case, tons and tons of classic movies were from that moment. You know what my favorite subgenre from Black Noirs were? The Femme Fatale. You remember those type of movies, right? Where you would watch black and white movies that they were dark and, and, and you knew that somehow a very attractive young woman is seductress and they're getting the main character to commit a crime and doing whatever they want with them. The woman has something to do with the murders and yet you're just watching the main character just unfold into this dark instinct where you know they're committing crimes together. Ah, oh, probably one of my favorite subgenres of all time when it comes to female fatales. A couple of examples that I can think off the top of my head would be Double Indemnity, The Postman Always Rings Twice, The Lady from Shanghai, Born to Kill. Oh, so many classic movies. And these were from the 40s, my guy. These were from the 40s. I'm hoping Gotham actually turns out to something like that. I really do. Some type of, you know pre-black noir type of thing where the show can all be in black and white you you get that feeling where they're like speaking in monologue like they're inner monologuing and you can actually get to hear their voices and you get to hear their thought process those would be the type of shows and movies that i would watch again as a matter of fact i think i'm gonna go on hbo max later on and look up a lot of charlie chaplin films love me some charlie chaplin but anyway let's continue on with another free-for-all right so Diane Guerrero, the woman that played Crazy Jane from Doom Patrol Season 1 and 2, says that she wants to be the female Green Lantern of Jessica Cruz. I would watch the shit out of that movie. I think I would. Not because she's one of my favorite actresses from the show that I watched. And don't get me wrong, I love Ryan Reynolds. I met the guy a few years ago. Great dude. Not the best Green Lantern, but hey... If you want diversity and you want a type of movie that can lead from a powerful Hispanic woman that can kick ass with the Green Lantern power ring, Miss Guerrero is the one for you. And hell, she already played the character with the Fatal Five movie, the animated movie that came out last year, or was it two years ago, something like that. She would be your perfect choice. I know I'm spending a little short time into this, but I would love to watch that movie. Can you imagine how many asses that she'll put in the seats in theaters and everywhere else worldwide now that she has a great following from Doom Patrol, from Jane the Virgin, from Orange is the New Black, and so many other stuff that she was in. She's awesome. She's great. She's a terrific actress. I would watch that movie. I guess to close off this last part of the free-for-all would be this. I finally finished DC's Harley Quinn. And I can understand that with the feminist show on how it ended, slight spoilers by the way, I can understand what the feminist show in terms of where they were trying to go with this. I was trying to see for myself in terms of how exactly it would end in terms of what they were trying to do. And it was pretty clear that the main relationship between Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy was the main forefront from the beginning all the way towards the end. It's wacky, it's different, it's interesting, and I actually enjoyed it for what it was. It is a feminist show, as I just said, yes, but the difference between that show and all of the other stuff that's pushing for diversity is, it's not really shoved into your face. 
And I remember I spoke about this a lot in my previous episodes. So I'm not going to repeat that. But the point of the matter is this. If you want a show where it's rated R, definitely very mature, very interesting. And first of all, the voice actresses and all the voice and supporting voices that came. Kaylee Kukuo, terrific as DC's Harley Quinn. Not on par with Tara Strong, but different time. And obviously, it's unfair to compare the two, whatever. Other than that, I really enjoyed the show. I did. And and if you want to see a show that is completely uncensored, that does not give zero fucks about anything and everything that goes on in the world of comic books, a DC animated show like that, go check out Harley Quinn. You'll have yourself a great time. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, tune in and keep on tuning in on Spotify and Stitcher, Outside the Comics Volume 2. If you want to hit me up for any questions, comments, or concerns, if you want to be on the podcast yourself, if you want to have a discussion, if you want to talk anything comic book related, hit me up on OTC Volume 2 and let's give ourselves a good talk. Before we end this night off, let's go to our supervillain quote of the day. And this one is from Joker from the Batman movie of 1989. Since I just finished that movie a few days ago. And it's one of the greatest quotes that I've ever heard. And I'm going to act it out the way and how he did it. Do you know the healing power of laughter? <laughs> Now get out of here! My reaction to that is, God, I miss the old days. I really miss the old days when movies were just fun and just awesome to watch. Now, real quick before I close this off, Wednesday night is my birthday, the big 3-0. So chances are, I may not do an episode Wednesday night, possibly Thursday morning if nothing else comes up in terms of work or anything else. But if I don't, for whatever reason, then I'll gather up whatever news that may or may not happen on Wednesday night, Thursday morning into Friday. It'll be a little bit of a longer episode. But if I do make one, it'll be a short one. Chances are I won't. I'm going to celebrate my birthday with my family, with my angel. So chances are I will come back Friday night. So this Wednesday night, I really don't want to do anything else. I just want to have a good time. I hope you guys understand. With that being said, till next time, continue to stay safe out there. Don't be a sensitive bitch. And remember, if we hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Tune in next time. Till then, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.